0: Hey, this is Dan Harmon from the Real Community. You're listening to Shut Up Leonard. Was that was that crass? Yes, wonderful. Yes, wonderful.
1: Yes, wonderful. Yes. Where are the white women at? Shut up, Leonard. I found your YouTube page. What's the point in reviewing frozen pizza?
0: Shut up, Leonard.
1: Nobody even knows what you're talking about. I heard, I heard about your prescription sauce. Right two! Shut up, Leonard. I know about your crooked wang. Come on, Leonard. Shut up. You smell like mental Put on a bathing suit. Shut up, Leonard. There are no white women here, Leonard. This is not a party. What it is, soul brother. I'm thinking about breaking into the TV game.
0: Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Today, we watched an episode that was called G.I. Jeff. Yep.
1: Of community. A uh, long-awaited uh, uh, television episode sequel to the motion picture
0: G.I. Jane. Yeah. What? <laughs> I was ready to go with you, and I wasn't actually listening to what you are saying. <laughs> uh, no relation to G.I. Jane, the uh, Demi Moore classic. Mm-hmm. Which Scott brothers? that? Was that a Ridley?
1: I think so. It was... Uh, no, it's the other one. Tony? Tony. And uh, wasn't it Viggo Mortensen in that?
0: Was it? Oh, you were correct. I have now <laughs> have Googled, and it was Vigo Mortensen, and, and it was Tony? Ridley. Oh, it was Ridley. Uh, but we'll save all that for Shut Up, Master Chief John James Urgale, which was Vigo Mortensen's character because I'm looking at the thing right now. You
1: know, in the. In the never
0: mind. <laughs> Is Matt. Okay. What, <laughs> who wrote this episode of Community? Dino. Stamatopoulos. Stamatopoulos. Uh, Special thanks. I don't know why it's special thanks today, but thanks to uh, Alex Machina of slacktory.com. That's S-L-A-C-K-T-O-R-Y.com, who did our theme song. Um, He's a a great man and a a patriot. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah? I think we should also note this episode was directed by Rob Schaub.
0: Yep. Um... Yes. That's it. Friend of life lifetime pal of Dan Harmon. Yeah. For those mm-hmm. not in the know.
1: And uh he he appeared on a few Harmon towns. Yep. And
0: uh He made know. the Iron Man costume that we saw at Comic-Con. Yeah.
1: And uh Rob Scharbin and Dan Harmon worked together on a graphic novel or comic or whatever you want to call it called Scud. Yeah. The Indisposable Assassin.
0: Correct. And he also was the voice of Cobra in this episode. <laughs> Cobra Commander. Sure. I, you know, I'm not into that nerd shit. Um, Look, do you, do you <laughs> want to start with
1: that? Because I have a thing. Okay. It's, here it is. I don't have any G.I. Joe nostalgia. Me neither. Because I never watched we the show. We're two
0: young bucks. G.I. <laughs> Joe, I'm going to say it was before both our time. Here,
1: I'm going to say that I could have gotten into it. When was G.I. Joe on the
0: television? Doesn't matter. Certainly not when I was a child.
1: But I feel like I had the chance and I just passed it up every time.
0: Let me ask you this Do you remember at what point in your life you learned that G.I. Joe was not a character in the thing?
1: Very recently.
0: Yeah, for me it was when the movie came out. It was when the movie came out. Yeah. His name was Duke. So both of us thought G.I. Joe was a guy. Yeah. As I thought it was all about you, how G.I. Joe. as went all you, and did a shit. Joe heads out there. No, that is not the case. G.I. Joe is the thought, unit. Are you
1: doing it like um, that bubblegum? What's that bubblegum character's what? name? What are you talking Bazooka about? Bazooka Joe? Bazooka Joe. So don't think, No, well, never mind. What do you say? I don't right know. Where I'm going. With you
0: that. seem like very, t- like way I'm more tired. tired than when you came in t- this morning, today. <laughs> what word am I looking for? Today. Uh, today or tonight. Um, I don't know what happened to you. I need you to up your game. I just, oh, i sorry. This is not, this is not a good episode for me. <laughs> because, because of your lack of G.I. Joe nostalgia? Yeah. See, I enjoyed this episode a lot, even though I don't have G.I. Joe nostalgia, because I do have, uh, old animation nostalgia. Yeah, general. I
1: like those parts of it, but uh-huh. I feel like other parts of it just get bogged down in like, oh yes, we also, we also have to specifically make it about G.I. Joe. Okay. So, like the commercial, every
0: okay do we I like the commercials a lot Uh,
1: I like parts of them
0: (laughs) alright sounds like you were a dour kid you just didn't like action figures in the commercials for them Uh, because I found this all to be very uh, you know it was G.I. Joe specific but it was also it was stuff that even though I have no G.I. Joe nostalgia specifically I could relate to it in terms of the things that I did like as a kid mm -hmm. which uh, sounds like was not the case for you well Probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, let's dive in. Let's talk about what happened in this episode. Do we
1: want to talk about the structure? Do we want to talk about doing over? What do you? How do we want to over- do? Overview. Let's here? do it like normal.
0: Okay. I mean, should we talk about community news first? Is there? I mean, there's there's been uh, some uh, an announcements of intent. I guess so you community rumors. Well, it's not a rumor, in that it is a thing that that Dan Harmon flat out said. But it's just it's not. Uh, well, then say it. Uh Dan Harmon, well, uh two things. Dan Harmon has said that he no matter what, uh he will uh he he's gonna make a movie. If if he's shooting it on his own with his own money, you know, in his basement with cardboard and duct tape, I believe, uh was was what he said exactly. He is going to uh he's going to make a community movie, no matter what it takes. And uh Sony also said uh that they would be uh willing to try to ship a sixth season around even if NBC doesn't pick it up they'll say hey uh Hulu maybe you want to do this maybe Netflix wants to do it
1: please uh, let's have Netflix over Hulu huh
0: uh I would prefer that but you know I'll take whoever's gonna make it so uh so that's good that's you know they they they've said that uh, that it's gonna happen that oh they're gonna they're gonna do whatever they can to make it happen basically okay. which I think is uh good news yeah don't you agree yeah. Uh, and also, you know, there was just a Veronica Mars movie and I feel like, uh, their fan base is not even as dedicated as community is. You're riding high on that Veronica Mars. I am. You. And I, and I think, uh, if, if, if all these years later they can make a Veronica Mars movie with the, the amount of dedication, uh, the, the human beings out there have, I think we're definitely going to see that, that six seasons in a movie all the way through, which, mm. uh, warms my heart. Also, in this same uh, article that I saw, Dan Harmon, and this this is even more uh, just hopes. Dan Harmon said that he hopes to get uh, Donald Glover back for that sixth season, which would be nice. That would. You, what? You, <laughs> all the life has just been sucked out of you. Do you need a cup of coffee? What's going on uh, here? We're doing a podcast, Andrew. Know, you got to be up. You got to be up. Come on.
1: I'll I'll be down today.
0: Oh boy, I don't I don't know about I'm this. I'm just gonna take it um okay so we let's jump into the overview now okay so the overview like hotel which will joe drive you insane
1: stuff happens and <laughs> jeff's a toy god damn it Andrew. and then he wakes up uh
0: they're in gi joe land uh oh. jeff kills destro which is a big deal because no one kills actually kills each other in gi joe land mm. so then he is forced to go on the run uh along with uh analogs of the rest of the uh, the remaining members of the greendale seven um,
1: do you want Do you want a rundown on their titles? I wrote them
0: down. Well, yeah, we got Buzzkill, which is Britta. Uh-huh. We've got Tight Ship, which is Annie. Mm-hmm. We've got Three Kids, which is Shirley, mm-hmm. and we've got uh, Fourth Wall, which is Abed.
1: Yes, and uh, Wingman, which is Jeff. Yes, of course. Um,
0: did, did apologies you catch... to the <laughs> the ethnic community for my pronunciation of Abed just then. Every once in a while, I go Pierce style just for funsies. Did Did you catch the other names of the other? Well, I wrote one of them down—the one that I liked the most. Well, of course, with, Zimzam. No, oh, I, I, he's not a name. Of, actually, I went with the one who's not one of the, uh, doesn't have a real life analog, but just one of the other GI Joe characters. Oh, okay, Hatmuffs. S- well, Spit Take. Is his oh, name. Spit Spittake <laughs> spit sure. is his name. Uh, was uh, as Hatmuffs was he a different guy than Spit Take? They were right next to each other. I thought Spit Take had Hatmuffs. No, Spit like,
1: did a Spit Take, and then right next to him was Hat Muffs, okay. who had earmuffs that were, sh- that were shaped like I noticed those earmuffs shaped hats. like
0: hats, and I liked those earmuffs. Yeah. I thought that was Spit Take wearing them. My yeah. mistake. I like Hat Muffs, too. He's got a rad mustache and sunglasses and an earmuffs shaped like cowboy hats. Mm-hmm. Spit Take, his, of course, thing is that he, uh, anytime someone gives him an order, he does a Spit Take. Which oh yeah, great. they did
1: that. Uh, that was a sort of a running thing where he, the characters were named like. Oh yeah, I wrote down puns, another one of them. Cold shoulder. Yeah, shark arms was <laughs> another
0: favorite of mine because he had sharks for arms. Um, let's wait till we get there. Okay, so they go on the run, uh, and while they're on the run, Jeff realizes that he is the that this is not in fact real. That he is uh in a coma or mm. just unconscious, mm. um, and uh, he's you know. He's, it's his journey to realize that he's got to wake up. Yep. That's the overview. And
1: interspersed through this uh, cartoony world is uh, like parodies of, co- of the commercials you would see for G.I. Joe action figures. Yes. Usually commenting on what just happened in the previous scene.
0: Yes. Uh, I, well, uh, okay, we're going to get into that. So, so let's go through it. Sure. So let's talk about the animation style in this. Um, do you think uh this was cheap to make that's interesting because are
1: you implying that to make it look cheap it cost more
0: well what i'm saying is they use a lot of the tricks that all the animation shows use to Mm -hmm. to be cheap basically reusing stuff like that but also uh this episode was genuinely frame by frame animated Mm -hmm. which uh people don't really do anymore even animated shows don't do that anymore it's all computers so I think maybe the process of that costs a lot more than it than it mm. does. But also they were genuinely using the old cheap, the old cheap tricks, not the band, uh, to make the animation cheaper. That they were also parody parodying that uh, old shows would do. So I'm wondering uh, how it came out uh, in terms of was this a relatively cheap episode or no? Uh, maybe you work on the production and you can answer that. Answers on a postcard. and two. Shut up, Leonard. At five five five, Greendale Street, Colorado Town, California. We're still in California. I'm not gonna lie about that. That's like extra confusing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, we'll tell them how to contact us for real at the end of the show. We always do. Okay. Um. So yeah, the, you know that was just a thought that I had. Um. So so. There. Okay. So Jeff kills Destro right at the top here. And then there's a sort of. I,
1: I like I like the moment that um, is it Duke? Who's the guy? Who's who's the, in front main, of Jeff? The
0: blondie? Yeah. No. Does he have brown hair? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Well, no, because he's the one who gets called the uh, Aryan at the end, right?
1: Probably. That's the
0: same guy. So he's got to be blonde,
1: right? So he's not Duke. That's I don't know GI Joe. Anyway, he he uh, uh, Jeff manages to shoot down Destro's plane. Yeah. And then Destro gets out on a parachute, and he goes classic. He goes, oh, I'll get you next time. And then he goes, well, it looks like he got away. And Jeff's like, not so fast. Yeah. And the look on that G.I. Joe guy's face when Jeff starts shooting again is like
0: ter- yeah, look at terror. Yeah, pure terror. Like he has
1: never heard of this. He's like, wait, he you're shooting it. Yeah, he's like... shooting as he's parachuting yeah
0: <laughs> it's it's so unheard insanity. of insanity yeah
1: and i love i i like this idea that you take like this uh children's cartoon and you just use the opposite logic
0: yeah yeah it's a nice moment mm-hmm. um and then after that uh we get the the opening credits which is another special opening credit sequence uh which i i really like the um Kind of pointing out the tropes of these uh, old school animation with their opening credits, where a narrator will come in and describe the show to you, when in fact it is just a simple premise, like the bad guys are snakes, <laughs> the good guys are soldiers, <laughs> which is ultimately what the narrator says. See, mm-hmm. you're laughing, you like this. I'm gonna sell you on this episode. No, by the okay, end of it. look, <laughs> it's not
1: that like I didn't like it. It's just like, eh.
0: Okay.
1: We haven't um, gotten even to the parts
0: that I really am not into. <laughs> Uh, so then we're in uh, a classic sort of uh, cartoon sci-fi uh, judgment chamber, basically, <laughs> uh-huh. where uh, Duke, the, the Red, and the other dude are all sitting on high looking down on uh, Wingman, three kids, uh, Tightship, and Buzzkill, uh-huh. and sentencing them, basically. Uh, wingman gives a, a classic winger speech justifying the killing of Destro, but it is not enough, and they are thrown in prison mm-hmm. with Deep Dish, who is like a, a, an Italian chef looking right. guy. Shark Arms, who has sharks for arms that are, I like about them is they're really like ungainly. Yeah. Like they're not convenient weapon shark arms. They're just like a, a, two actual sharks on his arms. Um, who's the third guy? Because Sleep Apnea was four.
1: I didn't know. Well, uh, and right before Sleep Apnea was Oh, like, there was Placeholder. Placeholder. Who was just like a blank person. But then well, the one before there's that I one. did not get it all. Mm, and i don't know. was remember. like a creepy old guy with like claw hands
0: oh he had a name
1: and he had like a name that i did not connect with his image
0: i feel like if i ha- if i knew the name i would be able to explain it to you but i don't re- remember that's what i wanted that's mm, what i wanted right now. i don't remember the name i wanted you to explain I'm the sorry. joke. sorry i don't remember the name a lot of people don't like that when you
1: explain the joke but
0: you want i like it you know what we'll we'll get back to you if you are like andrew we'll get back to you next week <laughs> yeah we'll get back to you, you back jump. on the
1: air next week yeah kelsey Grammer, we but want to help you back to you <laughs> okay who was his co-star on that Deep project <laughs> who was
0: his co-star on that Wasn't
1: project it, uh patricia heaton patricia heaton is that correct i was gonna say it's it's raymond's wife
0: well i know her name because i respect people Look. um <laughs> <laughs> i don't and uh, now she's
1: on the middle so she's doing fine mm,
0: Okay, I'm going to put an asterisk next Next to fine. fine? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So... (laughs) So they're they're all in the jail here. Um, And this is where they meet Fourth Wall, which is uh, Abed's uh, cartoon equivalent. What I really like about the Fourth Wall characters, I think it's a really uh, good comment on the uh, racial insensitivity of the time. Yeah. In in that it's not... (laughs) You know this is a cartoon creation, so we can't we, we can't say that he's not Native American because yep. he's not real, but clearly it's Abed who is not Native American. Uh-huh. So it's like e- even though there's not definitely a real reason why it's racist, it's obviously racist, yeah, well, which, which I think is really representative of of the shows at the time. Yeah, and I th- I think that's a great comment. And the face paint. Yeah, <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> the face. Yeah, that's what that's where it, as as Jeffs as Wingman says crosses into three kinds of races. Uh uh-huh. Um, so that's really great, I think. Um, fourth wall points out that this is that they're that they're living in a cartoon world which is not real, and there is in fact a deeper level of reality which Wingman re- uh, rejects and resists. Uh, and this is the first time we see the commercials.
1: Yeah. Well. I... Uh, abed fourth wall yeah says uh that cobra has discovered some strange hidden area called greendale yes and, and greendale is the trigger word that yeah.
0: makes uh wingman freak out mm-hmm. um this is the first time we see the commercials what i like about the commercials is that the you said it. it it's related I, I i say no i think it's a direct continuation of the cartoon story uh, because the characters in the commercials are still saying are still maintaining their characterizations and still being the same characters. Uh, like in the in this first commercial, Wing uh fourth wall is trying to point out that they're not in the real reality, and and Wingman dumps a ton of rocks on him and says, uh, yeah, I can't hear you if you're covered in rocks. So they're actually it's a continuation of that scene. In fact, okay,
1: yeah, I mean that's kind of what I meant. Yeah, I meant it I didn't mean <laughs> it like okay.
0: But I I I kind of like that, the that these thing. still that the uh, even though these are these are now like kids per, playing with these action figures it's still a continuation of <clears> the story <throat> there's still a direct line there. I thought that was well done and I liked mm-hmm. it a lot. And I think you're a, a churl for not liking this episode, you know. <laughs> can't like everyone. Well, you can't. But I can <laughs> Uh what's my next note here? Okay, so now uh, they're in the prison and uh, Cobra Command? Is that what they're called? Don't ask me. We should have brought in a G.I. Joe ringer for this episode. Who knows? Uh, Maybe a little Espy. He seems like a Joe Joe head, right? He's one of those Joe heads. Um, uh, Anyway, uh, the team Cobra squad is attacking. And and they're all pissed off because they're stuck in the prison until Deep Dish reveals that he has been working on an escape tunnel for many years. I really, really like the joke here where it's it's kind of a play on the Shawshank Redemption except instead of a Rita Hayworth poster covering it up, he has a Smash Mouth poster mm. uh, and he has also said as part of his plan that he has been listening to Smash Mouth for years to justify the poster which is such like a weird great riff on Shawshank Redemption and like, well you know, yeah, Rita Hayworth poster that makes sense, she's a sexy lady, they're trapped in a prison, but what if you only <laughs> had a smash mouth poster <laughs> and you had to 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 make it not weird to the guards that that was the poster that was up so deep ditch has 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 gone deep and has been listening to smash mouth for many years that is the sacrifice he has made uh, and then of course it is all for naught because the wall is blown down anyway mm-hmm. that come on you don't love that moment that's funny okay okay um oh
1: i um I don't know where to say this. So I'm going to say it right in the middle. Okay. Uh do you think part of this comes from maybe uh I don't know if it was Dan Harmon or s- someone someone involved in the show creatively saw Archer at some point?
0: Uh Cobra and... Command is what it's called by the way. <laughs> Just okay. cuz I I've now can confirm. I don't think so. Cuz I don't I don't think it's like Archer at all.
1: Well, because I thought especially the way Deep Dish looked, he looked more like an Archer character than, than like what I would consider like a GI Joe style that cartoon. I
0: don't agree with that at all. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't see the connection. I, and I think mm-hmm. maybe like a little bit with Deep Dish mm-hmm. if I'm really looking for it. But I think the other characters especially don't look like Archer characters. Mm-hmm. Especially when you look at like the way their face moves and everything
1: yeah well i'm saying just deep dish in particular to me he stood out there was another one who stood out but i don't remember who it was but well, I, don't know. I can I think... see
0: the old guy that who you don't remember his name that and therefore i can't explain the joke yeah if i were if i had to pick a character that was archer-esque i guess i would pick that guy
1: well and i think also maybe it's like a thing where archer is has become like such a standard of the cartoon comedy adult cartoon comedy type show yeah but right. it can't help but draw comparisons from everything else.
0: Okay. All
1: right. Did we talk about how Dan Harmon voiced sleep apnea?
0: Uh, Not yet, because I don't... Oh, I guess That's he would have been talking. Right? Yeah, yeah, Dan Harmon voices sleep apnea. And, of course, as soon as you see sleep apnea, it's clear that it's Dan Harmon.
1: If you know what Dan Harmon looks like. Yeah. Uh, um, and he asked Tight Ship, oh, is, is there, there a Mr. Mr. Tight, tight Ship?
0: <laughs> which is great. And also, like, his line, his line before he says that, which theoretically would be him flirting with her, is, you know, it's just something that happens when you get to a certain weight. <laughs> so he explains what sleep apnea is, then immediately goes into, is there a Mr. Tight Ship? Fantastic. Um, so Cobra Command is fucking up the prison. They get out. Jeff accidentally kills a bunch more people. He's trying to just do suppressing fire, um, and that's when uh, Joe 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 Town. That's yeah. when they they start hunting them down, uh, and then we see we get a glimpse inside Cobra Command, uh, which is where we're introduced to um, what's John, what's uh, Hickey's uh, equivalent name Major Dick. Major Dick. Great. <laughs> uh, you didn't
1: mention an earlier scene where it's it's Destro's funeral. Oh yeah and the dean's I didn't have any notes about the that, dean's so I cobra over that. assistant commander or whatever he's yeah, called he's the
0: vice commander <laughs> he calls in
1: uh, about you know uh, their esca- excavation of Greendale yeah uh, while um, cobra commander is giving the eulogy
0: <laughs> yes for for Destro which he in which he reveals that he was Destro's
1: uh, gay lover well, later on, he says platonic.
0: Well, he says platonic after. But he says he loved. He loved. He says platonic in quotes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Which makes me wonder why didn't the dean get in on, on that? Or maybe he did.
0: Uh, I think you're oversimplifying oversimplific- <laughs> the dean's sexuality. <laughs> um, uh, so then <laughs> we, we see Major Dick, Zim Zam, and Overkill uh, reporting to the dean. Uh, I really like Jonathan Banks in this uh, in this scene. I think he's kind of uh, hamming it up a little to see more GI Joey, which I think works. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I like that uh, Jonathan Banks is uh, not afraid to to GI Joe it up when necessary, mm-hmm. and I and uh, coods to him. Um, my next note is about Jeff uh, realizing who he is. I don't know if you have anything before that. Was that after they fight with Zimzam? No. Oh, yes. I like that gag. Yeah, there's a good gag. I like gag. the
1: gag that, oh, there's the two gags. There's Chang, Chang's character. He's able to make copies of himself. Yeah. And then uh, Abed just says, just shoot the middle one. Yeah. yeah, the, and yeah then middle do, one, which I'd works.
0: like a lot because that, that always that also seemed very obvious to me. Anytime like an old cartoon did that. And th- here's, okay, Pokemon, right? <laughs> oh, boy. There was a move called Double Team, mm-hmm. which on the show looked exactly like th- what, what Chang does here. And it was always clear which one was the original because you, ha- you could see it happen. Which always, because I had, as a child, saw that on the Pokemon show, I was so upset that in the game that it was an effective move. Because I was screaming at my little Pokemon, I know how this looks, I've seen it on the cartoon show, you should know obviously which one is the real thing.
1: I also has hated confusion if we're gonna get in a pokemon rant
0: <laughs> why did you hate confusion
1: because it would be like your pokemon is confused it hurt itself and it's confusion then the next turn it would be okay and then it'd be okay and then oh it's confused again yeah. it's like what what does it do like is it drunk what's going on here
0: uh yeah it's hard to expl- uh, i can't i can't exactly. I don't it didn't bother me as much for some reason but it is i don't know what it means <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't remember if we ever saw a re- uh, representation of confusion on the show. We probably did, but I don't, probably did. I don't remember it. Um, We've gotten way off. This has but been we, shut
1: up, Brock. Uh, good. Thank you. Zimzam is Duncan's version. Yeah. And the thing with Zimzam is that he has a twin brother named yeah. Mix Max yes. who feels everything, every bit of pain that he does. Yes. And it's not like a transference of pain. It's just a shared. Yeah, pain. they both feel it. <laughs> And so we cut to um, Mix Max working as a waiter at a restaurant. Yeah, and suddenly when Jeff shoots
0: him, the the shim.
1: Yeah, he falls down in pain. Yeah, good stuff. And he starts to explain it to the customers, and then he says, "You
0: know what? It's not worth explaining." (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so then we we, the the team have made it to Green. Cartoon study room. Yeah, they're in the cartoon study room. And Wingman realizes that he is in fact Jeff Winger, mm-hmm. who was in a coma of some sort, and he realizes that Tightship is Annie and three kids is Shirley and Fourth Wall is Abed and Buzzkill is Britta. And what I like about this moment here is everyone's like, "Oh yeah, good, you realize we're all ourselves now." But uh, Buzzkill, in in keeping with being Britta, <laughs> ruins it because she's like, "No, I'm still Buzzkill," <laughs> which is a uh, uh, nice that she is the one who uh, who doesn't quite who still doesn't quite get it. That was a uh, nice moment. I liked it. Uh, say your words. In,
1: in this cartoon study room, there are some interesting posters.
0: What did they say? I didn't catch those.
1: Um, some of them were references to things we've already seen. Like there was a save Garrett. It was kind of half covered up. There was air conditioner repair. Nice. Uh, then there was one kind of off to the side in one scene that said, vote for Julieta.
0: I saw that one. Yeah. Which I believe is a reference to, isn't there? That's uh, from Harmontown. Yep.
1: She, she's an artist. Yeah who goes to Armantown. Yeah. A lot. I think they, she was trying to work for them. I don't know why that never worked out, but
0: she was at the most recent Armantown that we went to.
1: Well, not most recent, but oh, that we the went to, the, the most we recent to. one that we went to. Okay.
0: Take that. That's Language is using English. <laughs> um, okay. So Jeff, uh, he, he reveals to them he find he goes to his office to, to sort everything out. And that's when he sees the scotch and the, the not wrapper but like the plastic that the uh a, reverse aging pills came in mm-hmm. and his driver's and, license and
1: his gi joe's
0: and his gi joe's and a note from pierce
1: and yeah this is i think the most interesting yeah there's a note that says jeff welcome to the club pierce yeah which
0: presumably the dead club yeah
1: that implies that that jeff is dying yeah. or in a, a state of of near death yes or believes that he is. Yes. Uh, I think that's very interesting. Yeah.
0: Why did he, he look at his driver's license? I didn't. To, get just
1: that. more self identification. Okay. Um, because he's in Winger's office. Yeah. Jeff Winger's office. Oh, and so then he sees he looks, the picture he of sees him, the picture of him the... as Jeff Winger. And he knows I am not Wingman. I am Jeff Winger. I get it. And so when he goes back to the group, he explains it as uh, that he had drank a whole a fifth, bottle or a, a fifth, fifth
0: of scotch, which is a lot.
1: Yeah. And that he had taken some pills. Yes. Not to kill himself, but they were... Which is what they first think. Yeah. It was pills that are supposed to help him look or be younger. Yeah. uh, Which he he got got in Koreatown.
0: Koreatown. There's a a moment here I like that when he reveals that he's been lying about his age, because they're all the versions of him that exist in his mind. They're all genuinely shocked when he says that, (laughs) uh, which was a nice little moment. Um, Okay, yeah. So, uh, Abed says, hey, you know, I figured out how to get you out of here. You strap on your jetpack. You blast through the two levels of reality, first the cartoon, then the commercials, then you're back to real life. And Wingman says, no, I, I want to stay here. This is much better, obviously. Um, but then he, he okay, and here's a, a thing I wrote down. Oh, there's a commercial here that I for, I forgot. Oh, I had a note about. In one of the commercials, they uh, have their task, which is, uh, this is revealing that uh, G.I. Joe and Crub Command have teamed up oh yeah and that one not in the commercial Jobra? yeah <laughs> or something or G. Go, go, well, go go yo gobra yo
1: joe yo Jobra
0: yeah is their catchphrase and then it's the gi is the name well what do
1: they call it jeff the wingman and his traitors or something uh mutineers mutineers
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but during there's like during the commercial which is revealing that they have teamed up uh, Cobra Commander asks if there's anything Duke needs and he says I could probably use some milk <laughs> their duty is to get milk and so milk. the kid's like
1: let's help them du- get milk, milk yeah. yeah
0: and then when it when it feels like when it reveals the whole action set at the end of the commercial there's a gallon of milk with it mm-hmm. which I think is also a really good kind of parody of of the stuff of the time which was sort of mindlessly and ineptly uh injecting health into the proceedings where it's like, Well, we're gonna make milk cool in this thing.
1: Well, uh, we didn't talk about the Mutineers commercial.
0: Yeah. What I liked about that
1: was the um continuing like the weird thread of of um of like the story continues into those commercials. Yeah. The um when the announcer or whatever the narrator was like, um Jeff hates the gi joes yeah. or wingman, wingman hates, hates the gi joes and then wingman but it's the kid's voice because yeah. when the child is playing that, with but wingman, that's what they did earlier too and yeah. that's
0: what i that's what i like throughout this whole but thing.
1: here i really like it because you really get that feeling of like it is it's wingman's voice it's still, through the child yeah it's the child speaking his thoughts yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he's like
1: that's not true <laughs> yeah it's like
0: really weird yeah but it totally makes sense yeah so in review, Andrew thinks this episode is great, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> All right. Misconstruing. Uh okay, Let so then say. we're or so uh Duke and, and Jeff is captured. Oh, Wingman's captured. Yeah, by Duke and uh Cobra Commander. Mm-hmm. And um Cobra uh Duke points out how Cobra Commander is uh selective with his snake S's and uh Cobra Commander comes back with, you know, I, I can't criticize you, you're like an Aryan foosball player. Which I kind of is this a reference you think to the uh, German and their Germans and their love of foosball?
1: You know, it could be, or I I thought just imagining like the little foosball people on the table.
0: Yeah. I I think I think it's both. Mm-hmm. I I, I kind of like that because it's Jeff my Jeff's mind. He has a connection between Aryans and foosball players <laughs> that kind of features itself into the into the conversations even of other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so then uh, when he's talking to these two goofs, he eventually gets them to, to let him free. And then he finds out that in this world there's no naked ladies and there's no scotch. And that's when he decides to go back to reality. Um, so he straps on his jetpack. He bursts out of the cartoon. Uh, Cobra Commander tries to come with him but sort of disintegrates in the process because he is fictional. Uh, and then he's, he's in the, um, the commercial world, but he is still in control of himself. The kid, in fact, is no longer speaking for him. He's now speaking with his own voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he bursts through that and he wakes up and he sees all his, his buds around him. And that's mm-hmm. that's. And uh, he says, I had a dream and you were there. And he you, does not say and that, you were exactly. There. <laughs> Dan Harmon hasn't even seen The Wizard of Oz all the way through, so you know it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> but he knows it has problems. <laughs> uh, he wakes up. And in the last moment here in this scene, uh, do you have any notes about the scene?
1: No, I stopped taking
0: notes. Long uh, before.
1: I think I fell asleep. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: boy. <laughs> I'm very tired. Uh, it ends on a very sitcom note, which I kind of like, uh, where uh, Hickey says, yeah, I got, he's going to leave. He's like, I got a go. partner who's been in a coma since 89. I'm going to go visit him. And then Jeff says, 1889? <laughs> and then Hickey goes, ah, oh, winger. <laughs> and they all laugh and freeze frame. It was a nice moment. That was a nice moment. Yeah. I like that And very uh, classic sitcom-y. So uh, good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we have the tag, which is a PSA, which showed like a week ago on, on the internet. Oh, I didn't, I try not to watch these things. I usually do as well, but it didn't, when I saw it on the internet, it didn't It didn't make it seem like it was part of the episode. It made it uh, seem like it was a fun bonus. Uh, and then it was the tag, which in a way is a fun bonus. But uh, it was a... a, a it kind of like makes fun of PSAs. A, it was a PSA about how to do PSAs, basically. <laughs> yeah, because Buzzkill
1: is telling some kids to not graffiti because the government something yeah. something and fourth wall tells you
0: to keep it keep it positive keep it to the point and says graffiti is bad go play sports yeah and the kid says i get that yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh which uh and this whole thing is you remember the you remember the big meme gi joe psa's that were big on the internet a couple years back knowing is half the battle
1: what well those was those What's were the real the... psa's from the 80s but then oh. someone
0: like dubbed them and made them say weird shit oh sure and that was a fun internet thing a while ago mm-hmm. so you know
1: every once in a while the internet has a fun thing
0: it was pretty fun there's one part where he goes i'm a computer i forget the context but it was fun so you know, gi joe psas are good times uh, all around plugs yes let's start off the plugs with a bang
1: a brand new plug it's a brand new plug i don't have all the notes in front of me <laughs> but i'll tell you this um let's talk about Comics, yeah, I love them. Me too. They're
0: great to read. They are full of pictures. Yeah, and words. <laughs> Mostly pictures. Yeah, that, no, you, just... <laughs> they're not going to overwhelm you with too many words. There's pictures in there, and they're colorful and fun. Yeah, uh, you
1: should check out this comic called The Shrouded City. Yeah, you should. Uh, it's by friend of the show. Well, friend of the friend of the show. Friend of a friend of the show.
0: F- friends. Of the friend of the show? Well, it's by this re- a real cool cat named Nathan Schultz. Yep. Who is a friend of
1: a friend of the show. Yes. And then a friend of a friend of a friend of the show what? is the artist. Yes. A- Amy Watson. Yes. And uh, you should really check this comic out. Uh, you can find it just by going to benviewnetworkcom slash comic. Yeah. Uh, we made it real easy for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that will take you right to his little store. He's got the first two issues of the comic available and a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, so please check that out. He's going to be at WonderCon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's in Anaheim. Uh, what is that? April
0: 18th to is the 20th. Is that confirmed, by the way? Last I talked to him, he, he was on the wait list for a You one. know, he's
1: just going to show up. But
0: he's going to be there. He's going to crash one. it. It might be hard to find him, but he's going to be there. He knows people in artist Alley. Yeah, he'll be around. He'll yeah. def- if you want to find him, you will be able to. Yeah. Or you can just order this comic
1: online. Yeah uh he's already started work on the third issue yep there was a a long break between one and two because the artist actually works in the biz she's a she's a busy person yeah Uh, but he's doing this all on his own yeah i mean this is supporting a true independent comic
0: indie comics punk rock you go out you make it happen you do a thing yeah and should we say why why this is
1: what? Oh well, <laughs> if you look at the
0: back of issue two, you'll yeah. see a little we'll ad for Benve Network. Oh, were, were we supposed to keep it a secret the way you said "special oh, something"?
1: well, now everyone knows, so they don't need to look.
0: Yeah, but uh, check it out.
1: But if you want to see a word that Benson invented, uh, check that ad out. I don't. I don't
0: know that I invented it. Yep. I thought of it independently, but I think it also already existed. <laughs> and when you look at the ad, I'll think you know which word it is uh so how uh, it's not scatological which is a word in there look out for that this you, little tease <laughs> you've read the comic little right? tease
1: the first one nope no nope oh
0: i we talked about this off air okay but it's because i i it was for sale for a while and there was a long break and i i didn't know how to get my hands on it i was like one of, i you know what i was a little dummy and i didn't know how to get my hand on it well now but we're now telling it's everyone easy. else now it's easy yeah. you go to comic. Uh,
1: Anyway, I do another podcast called Nerds Eye View. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's myself, Matthew Esposito, Jordan Scott, sometimes Thomas Willett, sometimes Matt Benson over there. Yeah. We uh, talk about movies and TV shows and what's going on with all that. We always uh, review a new film. Uh, if you go right now to the website, the most recent episode is actually uh, like a week old. We skipped a week because uh, uh, life got crazy. But uh, we reviewed, um, you know, it was a good movie.
0: Muppets Most Wanted. Yep. Hey, (laughs) you know.
1: Uh, And our next review is going to be a
0: double review. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Captain America. and And I can't pull it out. I don't know. The Raid 2. Oh, nice. Redemption
1: more, more redemption. No, it's Berendal. Okay, it's a made up word. What Barendal?
0: Barendal? Berindal? is this some kind of crossover with Game of Thrones? It sounds like a Westeros, a Westerosity location. Maybe. Uh, it's a two and a
1: half hour film, so that's who what who I hear. Knows. Uh, yeah, so please check that out. Navypodcast.com or Ben nev. slash uh that's every week. Uh, Berendal means thug,
0: According to Wikipedia. Oh, you just spoiled it for me. <laughs> according to Wikipedia, it means Now thug. I know what this whole movie's about. <laughs> it's about thug. Thugs. What's yeah. up? What's, uh dup. Hey, 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 you can derp. Go to Benetwendu Network, Network dot com. Come. Go to Benu Network. Network. This is not helping. People <laughs> can't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Go to com. <laughs> check out all the other shows that are on there. Uh, I'm on a lot of them. I'm on uh, Matt and Brendo's wrestling show. We just released a new episode, our pre-WrestleMania episode. And uh, WrestleMania is this Sunday, so get excited for that, all you wrestleheads out there. Um, check out Popsicles. I'm on that one as well. And uh, Benson's Boombox, the uh, su- the ever-returning Benson's Boombox it's Um, always coming back yeah uh those are all on bendu network.com you can also follow me on twitter i am at dr matt benson that's dr matt benson you can follow the show on twitter that's shut up len pod shut up len pod uh tweet at us do all that good stuff um just like philly cat did at philly cat uh sent us a nice tweet Uh, and because there was no community last week, I kind of just got into a weird no community place in my head, and it was only at Philly Cat's tweet that reminded me that I had a show to do tonight. So, uh, thank you, Philly Cat, for, uh, for helping me out there. Um, and you should also do stuff to us on iTunes. You should, uh, write us a review, rate us, subscribe to us, all of that helps us, so do all of those things. If you write a review, you'll get a, a nice little mention on the show, and, um... If you had any answers to the question I asked earlier that I can't remember, oh, was this episode cheap? You can send those answers to ShutUpLeonardPodcast at gmail.com. Not Len, not Pod. This one's the full deal. ShutUpLeonardPodcast at gmail.com for any kind of questions or comments. Shut up, Leonard. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network.
1: You can find this and other podcasts like it at benvuenetwork.com.